0: It's on Like Donkey Kong, Rewind 80s Play Live, Saturday, March the 6th, 2021 at the Wedge Theatre in South Victoria. We kick off our mixtape tour with all the greaties from the 80s. Tickets available now. For more info and ticket link, visit thewedge.com.au. Get yours before they go-go. Woo! Ah, <laughs> we were pissed, weren't we?
1: Ah, uh, third time lucky. We we we've got an amazing show planned for you, but we've had a, a few little technical difficulties, which are fucking hilarious. We which is we got won't to do bother going finger. into the. D-
0: <laughs> Usually, we're great with our fingers, you know. But I don't know what's happened. Covid's made me so lazy. Ah,
1: oh, this is the eighties montage. I'm Jay Jovi. I'm Sammy Hardon. And tonight, we're doing something, talking about something a little bit different mm. in the form of the film clips of David Fincher. You guys out there might know David Fincher as a filmmaker, famous filmmaker. His films have been nominated for Academy Awards something like 38 times, which is incredible. Uh, you, you would know him from films such as Social Network, Gone Girl. Uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo, seven, and the list goes on and on and on and on. He sort of was very popular in the eight and the nineties yep. and beyond, right up until now. But it was actually in the eighties that he, I guess, cut his teeth with filmmaking within making. Video clips, music right. clips for mm. some amazing artists. And um, it, he started in 1980. He got his big, big break within uh, music clips in 1990. Although, you know. He, he started he, in
0: 1985,
1: yeah. Oh, sta- yeah, right, right. He, yeah. But he started as a filmmaker in 1980. He, he – yep, um, yep. But, um, you know, the, the big sort of, I guess, marquee names started started happening in 85. Um, a lot of the ones we will look at tonight are from the mid-80s onwards. Yeah. And you'll see this, you'll notice this incredible rise, this beautiful gradual rise to the top as as the projects get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then you, you will see what sort of finally launched David Fincher into making feature films.
0: Mm-hmm. He sort of reminds me a little bit of Herb Brits where Herb Brits was a photographer and would get into video oh. production and he That's did... a
1: very good call.
0: Yeah. Herb Brits did Cherish, Cherish and a lot of Janet Jackson videos. So instead That's of using right. film he used more visual photography to make yeah. these very pretty shots of everyone. Where David That's was right. more... There was a storyline. It wasn't just beautiful shots of the desert and stuff. So both of them exactly. i mean herberts would be a valid person to look at as well cuz he did a lot of videos. it's a good
1: comparison yeah it's a good comparison they david fincher worked with uh, like sepia tones as well and herberts yeah, was really big right. on that yeah that's right yep and just sort of just you know, beautiful, beautiful portraits of the people that he was shooting. Uh, David Fincher had a reputation of doing lots and lots of research into the people that he was working with. And you will see in the film clips that we talk about tonight. If oh, And we want you guys to do something really fun as well. If you're at home or even if you're on the train and you can check out these uh, video clips, have a look at them. At on YouTube as we're talking about mm. them and it'll sort of connect you to exactly to what we're talking about in real time. And, mm. yeah, you can go on this v- journey with us visually as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So Jodie Watley was – she started out as a model. She was a very tall, beautiful-looking woman. Yeah. Uh, but she always – she also started in a band called Shalima. And we're going to talk That's about right. them later on in the show Shalamar when we get to our one Dick wonder,
1: yeah. But
0: she was just all she was just everywhere. Jodie Watley and she was in Live Aid. She's the one you look at in Live Aid and you go, "Who the fuck is that?"
1: Oh, of course. That's you know what her. I mean? Like, can
0: you and you go? And I knew straight away because I was such a Jodie Watley fan, and I'm like, "How the fuck did she get in this?" Because I didn't know yeah. much about Shalima. She was in Shalamar yep. at the time, but I, she hadn't released any original stuff.
1: So was she like the lead singer in Shalimar or was she like the lead chick?
0: Well, there kind of – there was three of them. Right. They were like De barge you know, the girl would sing, the guy would sing sometimes.
1: Yeah. So she And was, so was she an instrumentalist in Shalimar as well?
0: No, no. Nah.
1: All right. Mm-hmm.
0: Just a singer. I think Didn't they were need all need to singers. with a body like that. No, yeah. she was a full-on dancer. I mean, yeah. this is the period yeah. of the 80s oh, that I'm yeah. watching as a, as a kid – ...going, you have to know yeah. how to do both. You can't just stand there. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? This was that's a right. big period that's of... Right. And, and the good thing about David Fincher was he used to shoot it so well... ...that he didn't cut out any of the dance routines. He used to follow them.
1: That's right. That's right. He Which used to really different. showcase them beautifully. Yeah, mm. yeah. And and there's nothing more frustrating... in ...when you're watching a film clip... ...when a filmmaker doesn't realise that... And, the, you know, it's those routines. They're not just a decoration but they, they actually help advance the story of what's happening in the film clip and mm. um, you want to see every single bit of it. It's not just something that happens on the side. You're living through those dance routines, you know what I mean, as an audience member. So um, Yeah. check we'll, it out, guys. The, yeah. the film clip is real love. So give it a play now as you're listening to us if you can.
0: Yeah, so it's a, a based because she was a model. He Like you said, he used to get to know the person's life. So Jodie yep. started off as a model. She's walking down the runway and there's just a lot of visual. It's very, very late 80s, early 90s. Like it's not early 90s but we're just starting to see the bell-bottom pants, stuff come in like that that people are starting to wear, the big hoop earrings. and I mean Jodie Watley right. was renowned for her big hoop earrings but she was just so photogenic.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah, it was eighty nine. This one, it was spot on. Yeah, eighty nine. So, and you can really see, uh, especially when we note, especially when we mention later artists, the style, his style. You know, his visual style. Um, it was another, I guess, a a, a big thing to uh, showcase. Catwalks and models and that kind of thing. Mm, That mm -hmm. started becoming really huge in this later 80s, early 90s stage. Definitely. And um, this this is one of the first examples that you will see of that catwalk model style in uh, David Finch's work.
0: That's right. And uh, there were a lot of video clips based around catwalks. There was Only Shooting Love by... I'm only shooting love. Um, time bandits. Time bandits, and there was never surrender yep. by Swing Out Sister.
1: That's right. Which was
0: a great track. So it was a really big thing to be very fashionable and full on with makeup and stuff.
1: Yeah, but Jody Absolutely. could move.
0: Jody could move big time.
1: Amazing dance. Yeah. And incredible. my favorite
0: thing I think Jody's done was a duet with George Michael. On the first album, it was amazing and it was called, I can't remember wow. it now, but Jody Watley and George Michael, it was the first album. I can't remember it but it was so great. Uh, on her album or his? On hers.
1: Wow. Yeah. Mm.
0: And it kind of introduced. So is she
1: British or American?
0: Uh, she's American. But right. George was just huge. Probably the same record company or something. I don't know. But I'd have to look into it. Yeah, yeah. Great track. Have a listen to it if you get that, um,
1: people out there. Wow. Fantastic. All right. Well, we'll go slightly back in time to 1985. One of your – another one of your favourite bands that you you sort of, um, I guess, brought an appreciation out in me of, The Motels.
0: Mmm. Absolutely, now just just going to mention uh, on Rage on Saturday night, Nat. Nat, that's what you reckon? Who's that little cook, the Aussie guy with the long hair? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah The yeah. Aussie guy, Nat, Nat's but, in the kitchen or whatever. Yeah. yeah,
0: he did some fantastic programming on Rage the other night, and he did put Total Control down on his list by the Motels, and it blew my. I want to get him on this nut. show. Yeah, Womack and Womack, Teardrops. He went. Great. Uh, Private Idaho, B-52, Gary Newman. Great. It was just all this 80s shit and then he went into a bit of metal, which you'd expect, but incredible. Yeah. So yeah. I was very yeah. surprised to see. Often
1: f- I find metalheads love the 80s because obviously they appreciate good music.
0: Yeah. 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 That's right. They do and they've got a vibe for it. So do we want to have a listen to the good old motels with uh, the video clip he did for them called Shame?
1: We Let's do. Check it out, guys. Shame. Cue it up. <laughs>
0: A voice.
1: What a track! Fantastic, Martha Davis on the lead vocals there.
0: Absolutely, and she was always a little bit pissed. The old Martha couldn't hold the alcohol. Yes, became a bit of an alcoholic. That helps. Um,
1: oh, good on her. Have but, you seen her
0: live? Oh, I think I have. I think I have. Yeah. I think I saw her with my agent Cindy at the Corner Hotel a couple of years ago. She had a whole new band that with her. Wow. But I can't remember if it was her or if it was fucking some other chick, but I'm pretty sure it was Martha Davis. But she calls herself yeah. the Motels because she brought her name.
1: Oh, okay. I was going to ask that. Does does um uh do you know much about the motels? Like was she shagging the band or?
0: I don't think she was a real shagger of her bands. I just think she lost her mother at one stage, the mum died and she just lost her marbles and I think I don't even think she's ever been married to tell you the truth or had. I think she's got oh. kids but yep. just an alcoholic.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just right oh, into right. it, so just sort of lost yeah. her way a bit. Yeah, yeah, it can certainly take a hold, huh?
0: yeah. But this mm. video, the the um, billboard that comes to life in this video. That,
1: that's a big David Fincher motif, definitely.
0: I used to have fantasies that that would happen in Melbourne, like when I walked around or drove around with my parents in the car. <laughs> the, the, what, the with pictures, the
2: billboards?
0: <laughs> yeah, like the billboards would come alive
1: ah! because of oh this video. <laughs> but it never <laughs>
0: happened. In fact, in my head it probably did because I'm a little bit crazy but – I was just waiting for a billboard to come alive a lot.
1: It was really something that started happening through film clips like billboards coming to life and talking to people and remember in Billy Jean the billboard was fucking that's coming right. to life as well yeah, remember yeah, like yep. yeah so it's repeated right across the 80s I'm not sure I don't know billboard advertising obviously really took off and I wonder who first had the idea that's really it's really interesting isn't it
0: I think it might have been Billie Jean. Now,
1: yeah, probably. Now, um, this really does showcase a lot of David Finch's little stylistic quirks. One of them being... Uh, his little fetish for Venetian blinds, you know, we've talked about the 80s and, and sort of, you know, doing your lighting through Venetian blinds and so forth. It creates a beautiful sort of variegated lighting effect. Uh, and also the lilac colour scheme, the sort of purpley, light purple colour scheme. Really, really trendy for the time. Uh, probably Prince was responsible for a lot of that, to be honest. Yeah, well,
0: uh, the Venetian thing started with – in 81, 81, way before these definitely. videos.
1: Yeah, yeah. The absolutely. skyline but thing was
0: big, yeah.
1: You'll see the Venetian blinds in things like Top Gun and like Tequila Sunrise and heaps of films as well. Like it was a big, it was a big look. It was a big lighting effect, you know.
0: I think Kim Wilde was the first Mysterious. one to do. Kimmy Wilde was the first one. To put Venetians in right. our videos in
1: '81, because mm, they're just crossing over. I'm drinking Kraken wow. dark rum. Yum,
0: Kraken dark. I wish
1: I was. I love Kraken dark rum, but um, you meant to put a bit of fresh lime juice in it, yeah? I didn't have any limes, so I put a fucking mm. lemon in there. It's not a substitute. Not the same. Yeah, not <laughs> the same. There you go. Yeah. Foods of the Feel '80s. Like I'm sort of drink a moan piss. So, yeah, right. Hide.
0: I'm mm. not drinking anything after fucking not pressing record 50 times.
1: <laughs> wow, yes. Let's not talk about that. Oh my god. We've had a, had a lovely couple of dress runs at this, mm. which is which is great. Beautiful. Lovely. Next what's next? Do you want to keep moving? Yeah. You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do this one.
0: This is a rip-off.
1: I love that song. Johnny hates jazz. I fucking I don't love think it. Johnny and I, does, look, Yeah, who knows? I don't know these guys from any other big tracks. You know,
0: this was probably their biggest.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. They're on a compilation yeah. album with
0: a whole lot of pomiacs, like level four, level forty-two. Um, Pepsi and Shirley was on this record. It was a green and white record, and I can't remember it. Someone else will pick me up on it, though, because our, f- our people like to do that. And this was the <laughs> big one they showcased, and it's just a sweet song.
1: I love it. I love it. Yeah. Like I was, I kind of um, get roped into doing yard duty at school, and I, to, to get through it, because I don't want to fucking do that shit. Yeah. I'm a drama teacher. Yeah. You know, so I'm like out doing yard duty, so I'll take a little portable speaker with me and just blast good music so that the kids will know where I am so that if anything goes wrong, yeah. um, you know, they, they just follow the music basically, which I think is a really good idea. But um, I was blasting this the other day along with Martha Davis. And, you know, <laughs> shatter dreams, shatter dreams. And the kids are sort of running up to me and like, you know, he keeps hitting me. And I'm just like, oh, fuck it. piss off, <laughs> would you? Just p- I'm listening. Oh. I'm clearly listening. Yeah, I love this song. Is he awesome. hitting
0: you, though?
1: Yeah. Is he Is hitting he really? you or hitting on you?
0: Yeah, that's huh? right.
1: Yeah, learn the difference, bitch. So. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So we've got a ballerina in this video with the tutu.
1: We do. Ballerinas were very big in the 80s, weren't and they?
0: another bloody, what do you call it, that was in the motels. What? Billboard. Billboard. Yeah, another billboard. Billboard
1: coming to life.
0: Uh, and another model. Another model dressed to kill. That's right. That he's trying yes. to pick up by the look of it.
1: That's right. Uh, this is very arty. Very arty. I think. Perhaps the acting is a little bit beyond <laughs> the band members. They're a bit sort of oh, deer in the headlights, yet. you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, they are.
1: Possums and rabbits or whatever you say.
0: Yeah. Look, it's that <laughs> girl meets boy, girl's a model, fucking weird our shit happens with boys. without making sense. Boys are poof, never going to happen. Yeah.
1: Doesn't know uh, it yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he looks like bum, a no guy babies. I would have
0: tried to date many years ago
1: yeah right yeah yeah uh, yeah, like I love this song, um oh he pla- David Fincher plays a little bit with scale in this, so like you'll there's scenes where the singer is sort of in the palm of the woman's hand and so forth, you know, like there's he um sort of mucks around with that as well, um yeah, so very arty, lots of. Um, shooting through like veils and stuff like that, and they're sort of blowing. I never saw you know, that. I just watched it. Whereabouts, and, babe? Really? You know how they're in different rooms and you can see what's happening yeah. on the other, like in the other room behind the veils, you know? They're sort of not veils, but like screens or whatever, you know? Okay. You with yeah. me? Yeah.
0: Are you watching them as you're doing it?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Are you on the right video? Yes. Radio? And I'm, Yes, and I'm not a fucking goldfish. Jesus. <laughs> I can't even bloody see what you mean. Well, um But you know, it's like it's just Dolby. very
1: boring. Oh, this singer.
0: Yeah. The whole yeah. band's very a bit boring. bit startled.
1: I do love the song.
0: Mm, oh, yeah, totally. It was a definitely yeah. a I don't think they had many more, but definitely uh one of their biggest hits.
1: Yeah, yeah, love it.
0: We should find pricks like this later on and see where they are now in life. You know what I mean? Probably married no the doubt. chick in the video.
1: <laughs> probably, probably got their dick sucked. We we um yeah, like no doubt these these guys. Um, who knows? They're probably doing sort of the equivalent of Red Hot Summer, but on you know on the other side of the world. That's you true. Know? That's true. Yeah, the eighties yeah. gigs.
0: Um, they're called Rewind Eighties, I think, overseas. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So,
0: do do we want to go to the next one? We sure do. All right, here we go. Wow. It's your of girl my Paula F- Abdul. One of my favourite video clips.
1: Yeah. Pretty sexy. Really. God, she could dance.
0: Yeah, it was based on a video though. It was based on a movie I think. Can't remember. Shouldn't even have said Not it. Not like
1: Flashdance or something?
0: Nah, nothing like that. Nah.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, okay. Can't remember because in the mm. video before it starts they have a big – walk in with the people that are going to be judging the video and they have a chat about it and they see, you know, it's like a – I can't remember what they say but um, she is incredible, Paula Abdul. For someone that can't sing that great, she certainly knows how to perform in front of the camera.
1: She's very photogenic, an incredible dancer Um, and I actually think she's not that bad of an actress. She's sort of – there's something about her. She's she's like J-Lo in that way, mm. um, you know, amazing dancer, not not a great singer but definitely very photogenic and uh, the camera loves her, you know.
0: Yeah, I, I, it, was, it was like a Bob Fosse thing. That's what I was trying to say. The choreography was, was a what? Bob, Bob Fosse.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Who, who Michael Jackson was also obsessed in
1: very jazzy. And yeah. of course Paula yeah. used
0: to do the Jackson 5 choreography in the day for their gigs. Yep. But
1: And and then Janet of course.
0: Yeah, I love this clip because <laughs> it's just so like it's a little bit Electric Dreams with the computer and the keyboard and then they all start dancing and they're just they're just fantastic and then the agent goes Oh, yeah, that was cool. And it's like that's all they used to say in the day, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Are you going to no, buy it, it or not?
1: She, um, there's this particular way that she dresses in this clip, which she did a lot and that I, I guess was to obviously compliment her figure. She, you know, she had quite a rounded bum, which wasn't necessarily uh, what you wanted in the 80s, you know. Like um, big bums weren't sort of as valued like they are now, like everybody wants a big bum, you know. Um, but um, she had a very hourglass figure, tiny little waist. So she would wear those those little, I guess she'd call it a bolero dress or, a, you know, she'd wear those little things that were cinched in at the waist and, and they'd sort of fan out beautifully, um, which when she like would do those spins in the heels, she'd look incredible in them.
0: Yeah, well, it was just your sailor hat, black sailor hat, which was huge. Everyone used to wear them, and then your black yep. see-through chiffon with the bra underneath, you know, which Annie Lennox sort of started yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, um, mm. with a little dress. But she she started dressing a bit differently later on. But around this period, it was all black leather jackets and and stuff like that. But The thing about David's video and and what I want to talk about is he doesn't polish turds. They're all very attractive people. There's no turd polishing here. Like everyone's got a great body, everyone's photogenic, even the guy that's a goon is photogenic and he turns up in uh, another video of Madonna's later on, I noticed last time.
1: Oh, that's right. (laughs) I love it. I oh, my
0: God. Uh, But again... Focused in on her life as a choreographer and doesn't cut yeah. the dance routines off. Like there was a video clip, a, a YouTube thing on David Fincher and they showed Ariana Grande video and how it was every three seconds it was just cut, 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 cut and you didn't see yeah. the, the actual the actual routine. He never did that. He just followed the routine which is so good because I've had video directors come down and film our band and there'll be a guitar solo going and they're filming the fucking singer. It's like, mate. Yeah. Can't you hear? There's a freaking guitar solo. I just exactly. want to slap him out.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah. It's sort of this is what I mean about um, a filmmaker using the dance routines in a film clip to advance the story of the clip. You know, it's especially with somebody like Paula Abdul. It's all all you want to see. She's amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And the lighting
0: in his videos, they're always very brown, sort of tinged, a little bit of green and dark lighting, very clever lighting, which also yeah, gets you – you yeah. sink in more with that. If it was too bright, it'd be less interesting. But lighting That's is right. so important.
1: There's a timelessness in using uh, sepia tones. You know, it's it, the, the, you get a lot, lot of longevity out of your films – um, it it re- really could be from any decade. Apart from the fashion, you know, which is obviously very 80s, uh, you can use sepia tone in any decade and it will look cool. It will look trendy.
0: Well, it also makes you look attractive. All photographers exactly. use sepia tone to make older yeah. people look attractive. That wasn't in sepia tone though, the polar Abdul one, but it's very browny green sort of lighting.
1: Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. It's really
0: lovely, you know.
1: Even but Kath and Kim used a lot of sepia in their photos.
0: What on the show?
1: You remember when they go and get gla- no they go and get glamour shots.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's exactly <laughs> oh what. Oh my it, god! Exactly. It went from getting you sepia tone shots done at Ballarat. What's the fucking place called?
1: Oh, Sovereign Hill.
0: Sovereign Hill. That's all you could do in Sovereign Hill was get a sepia tone <laughs> fucking stupid photo. And then it became trendy in the 80s. I've got heaps of sepia tone shots of me. Oh, you do too. Like so many and then black and white started to get a bit hotter and sepia sort of went out.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But he just lights everything so well. So we're going to go on to a commercial now. Lovely. Which is a David Fincher commercial and it's pretty fucking funny.
1: This went all around the world, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's American, uh, but it did go all around the world, sort of dubbed with different uh, voiceovers and so forth. But check it out. See if you can uh, recognise it.
0: Yeah. Excellent. Would you
2: give a cigarette? To your unborn child, you do every time you smoke while you're pregnant. Pregnant mothers, please don't smoke.
1: Call 453 4500 for further information. Wow, Jesus, that's a little bit heavy, isn't it? Very heavy. Now, I don't know if you guys recognise it, but tell us what's happening visually, Sammy.
0: So it's for the American Cancer Society and it's called Smoking Fetus. And it was (laughs) 1984, it came out in the USA and David Fincher produced it. So it's an embryo in a tummy smoking a cigarette. Almost like... Teardrops, she's talking about. <laughs> teardrops, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, where and, the baby singing.
1: And you were saying the other day it's like the casting agent was like, uh, you know, the casting agent at Teardrops was like, oh, can't we get that baby from the David Fincher ad, the, the, <laughs> the Cancer Society. What's the baby from the Cancer Society ad doing now? Is she available? Absolutely.
0: Fucking yeah. nice. Here we go. Sorry about you, baby.
1: Yeah, right in the gut. (laughs) All right. So after saying that, we've got to to retell that story and clear it up. We were once doing a sound check at a gig and it was corporate season. So it Mm. would have been around this time. It would have been sort of, you know, high December. And, uh, you know, you get amazing corporate gigs. This was at a beautiful function venue. It was being the venue has been being run by a lady that was very heavily pregnant and i'm oh. talking about like 9 months and ready to drop yeah? yes yes yeah. she had you know the lovely big belly and everything but she was very hormonal and very emotional and probably a band was too bit too stimulating for her in her delicate state And um, we're doing our sound check. So like when a band brings all their stuff in, straight away they'll start testing their equipment and blah, 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 getting the right sound. And often the very first thing which takes the longest to mic up and so forth is a drum kit. So the drummer gets on there when he's got his kit sorted and he just sort of starts hitting his snare as we begin the sound check. And you've got to get the snare sound right. If the snare sounds shit, the whole gig will feel like shit, and this is because you know that snare is being hit thousands of times within a one gig, so it's got to sound really good. So you know a sound check consists at the very beginning of the drummer just hitting the snare. Yeah, and this. the kick
0: drum, the kick drums, the big one
1: as well, and the kick drum is the <laughs> yeah, yeah. as well. That's right, exactly right. Because nobody can feel it otherwise, you know. So he's sort of doing the kick, he's doing the snare and this chick's sort of getting, only after about a minute of this, you know, a sound check takes about an hour, only about after a minute of this she sort of races up and like waving her hands, putting a stop to it. And she goes, is is he going to be hitting that same note all night? And it's like, well... Well, Typical yeah, fucking hopefully, Hopefully, person if that he does his fucking venue. job. And it's yeah. so we were making jokes. <laughs> it was quite a sort of stressful situation because um, you know, corporate gigs, you get paid quite well and you don't want to say like, hey, fuck off and let us do it. Exactly, our thing, not would in you? a
0: pub. That's right. Yeah.
1: Go yeah. and make us a cup of tea. Anyway, so so um we're we're sort of in the band room having having had to bite our tongue for so long. We're just making up stupid stupid uh, scenarios where we'd walk up to her and like go, sorry about your baby. (laughs) You with me? Anyway, it's not very – That baby's
0: probably driving by now.
1: The baby would be driving. My God. Fucking hell, mate. Absolutely. Yeah. The baby's probably running that venue now. Like fucking hell. He's probably –
0: Walking around like a kick drum going, doom,
1: doom, (laughs) doom. Hopefully he is a drummer.
0: That's right. Wouldn't surprise me, mate. (laughs) Yes. But really controversial commercial, that one. That's right. And it was here in Australia. Like it was definitely big in the 80s. It was almost like might have been the same time the Grim Reaper came out with the AIDS ad and everyone was getting very funny and, oh, we must look after our health because we did end up being – a little bit of a fat smoking society there. We
1: were following pretty much. There was a, a yeah. Pretty we bad had path. To sort of, we had to sort of outgrow the you know the old practices of fucking drinking and smoking and eating badly and living to a forty years old and having a heart attack and dying. You know, like it, 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 there's um. Yeah, there was a lot more awareness happening in the eighties and you could you could push the envelope a lot more with the advertising as well. Yeah. You know, um, sort of drink drive ads, drink driving ads started getting really full on. Darren. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Um and you could you could really sort of especially if it was like a campaign, especially if it was like a you know, AIDS campaign or an anti-smoking campaign, you could definitely push the envelope a little bit further. And I was saying to Sammy this probably did for smoking what the Grim Reaper did for AIDS, you know. <laughs> Even though we're not condoning the uh, the uh, Grim Reaper AIDS ad because that, that was pretty full on.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, and scared you enough to make you wonder – But, you know, like we've just lived through COVID and all we're getting is government ads with writing on the fucking screen. They didn't make a story up for ads now, you know what I mean? If you go near someone without a mask, you're going to get COVID. Like there was no – it was so freaking full on, the marketing. They could have gone
1: for it. It could have been like, you know, if this is you and then had like a couple breaking quarantine and hugging or something. Yeah, that's right. And then like – and then like two weeks later she's dying in hospital or I don't know.
0: If this is her. you bending over the fucking sink and some guy's banging you in a fucking bus ah, oh, stop. <laughs> and
1: then and then <laughs> and you then and then two weeks later this is you swiping dying.
0: right on Tinder while COVID's
1: That's around. Right. You're Brad fucking stupid.
0: Yeah. Oh good old cookie. <laughs> Cookie's got a very serious girlfriend now. Oh, has he really? Yeah, I went out for dinner with them. Did She's you really? She's fucking pretty hot. Slut. I wanted to fuck her. I went really? out for dinner with him, and oh, I want to fuck her. She's gorgeous.
1: She's everything cooking wants. When was this?
0: About a week ago, maybe. I don't know. Oh, a couple lovely. of days. Couple that of days. Isn't
1: exciting? Yeah. Oh, we'll see how. Brilliant. I, oh, good he goes to hear. hear. Good to hear. Absolutely. To hear. Is she a bodybuilder? No. Right. Okay.
2: She's actually
0: really. How did lovely. they meet? I have no fucking idea. I just ate. I was starving. But she was all right. <laughs> right,
1: okay. I was like, awesome. okay,
0: I gotta eat. Okay. Oh, that's great, you do that. Oh yeah, great. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> but he oh. it was interesting. Yeah, it was it was lovely. So
1: Isn't it great when a family member or you're kidding me? He just texted me. Did Cookie he? just texted me. Oh, he's
0: ESP and his ears are burning, babe.
1: Yeah. Yeah, his ears are anyway, burning. Never mind. There you go. Isn't that a coincidence? DJ yep. Chambers. All right, let's pick it up and keep moving, baby.
0: All right, so the next video, this is the one where he won a lot of awards here with this song. So we're uh-huh. just gonna give this one a go. It's not a bad one either. <laughs>
2: Take tea, my dear. I like my
0: Your favourite JB? Yeah. Sting. Sting, mate. Yeah. But you love walking on
1: the moon. I love police. I can't mm-hmm. stand Sting. Yeah, yeah, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah, There's too much focus on Sting. <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous, but at least with The Police, there was a mixed chemistry and stuff. Even though Sting's persona within The Police is still huge, um, you know, he was always going to be a soloist. Just too much Sting as a, solo, <laughs> as a soloist. It sounds yeah. ridiculous, I know. Yeah, it just but,
0: doesn't resonate with you.
1: Yeah, I think it was... Having lived through that period of, you know, obviously loving the police and me being a little bit dirty on him, you know, oh, why can't they be together still, you know, and and carrying that. And also he was very, very visible in the 80s with stuff other than music. So, you know, he was – Didn't he do films?
0: Didn't he do a film called Duke or something?
1: Oh, yeah. He was in – he was in um or fucking, June, sorry. Oh, he was in June. Yeah, yeah, he was in June. Yeah, that could have been good. It's a bit of a cult classic. They, they've done a remake, which which looks amazing, which will come out next year. Oh wow. Um, but yeah, he was in that. It was a bit weird that one. But um, he was in a guy Ritchie film as well. He was in like bloody Lock Stock or something like that as well. So yeah. he's he's uh he's you know a decent sort of acting persona as well. But I'm talking about him, bloody. Remember he bought the Amazon Amazonian Indian on TV with a big bit of bark in his bottom lip and talking about Vaguely. the Amazon being cut down and and yeah. then he was talking about kind of tantric sex and yeah all he the loves enjoyment that you sex. can be having yeah. and who fuck, the fuck it was just too wants much to I don't wanna... stay
0: there long enough and not come what who's got time for that shit
1: mate I got yeah once mate. Once (laughs) – oh, I just want to say something so bad, but my mum's listening. (laughs) Okay, yeah, probably best you don't. But, I mean, you just want to get in and out, don't you? Once I've done my business, I never want to see that person again. (laughs) 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 Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Never mind. Yes. The old washing machine, mate. Who'd, who'd be into this that shit? Anyway, so bloody um, Englishman in New York. Who's the old homeowner in the film clip? What's his name?
0: Oh, shit, baby. Truman you know, Capote, isn't it? Yes, 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 yes. That's right. So this was a huge right. issue that he brought up in this video clip, uh, which one he won the awards for for bringing it to the forefront. Uh-huh. Which was, right. I don't know. Cross-dressing is good. Now it doesn't seem strange.
2: I,
1: I always felt it was a little bit, is it Truman Capote? No, it's not Truman Capote. Is it? I don't think it is.
0: Let's have a look. Let's go to, well English Englishman in New York. That's what he is. I
1: in- always felt, um, I always felt that it was, I don't know. I, I find Sting to be very egotistical, and I just remember bloody when he was asked in an interview, "Oh, have you have you have you ever have you ever had a threesome, or have you ever had group sex?" And it, look, it would have pissed me off if I was an artist and somebody had have asked me that. But his reply was, um, "Yes, of course I have. I'm a rock star after all." Yeah, and it's like shut the fuck up. Yeah, who who hasn't had a fucking? Threesome? I'd love to. Who hasn't know who had a fucking threesome?
0: Exactly, fucking my next door neighbours had one, and I don't even fucking know him. <laughs> it's not hard to fucking fall into a threesome. You have too much to drink, you drop your dax, and all of a sudden you got fucking skis.
1: Yes, yeah. Right? Actually, it was Quentin Crisp. I always Quentin get those two Crisp mixed up. I'm glad yeah, you found yeah. that. So. Mm. Yeah, obviously, you know, it could, it must, it must be about Quentin. Quentin was, was, um, born in the UK. Um, Quentin Crisp was, uh, he was a famous, famous writer, came to New York. He, he, um, He had a very particular sort of writing style that was very camp, very very much like uh, Gore Vidal or Truman Capote. And this is why I get him mixed up with Truman Capote all the time. And they both wore hats. That's the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Long
0: jackets and stuff.
1: Yeah. This one is in black and white. And this has got some really – this film clip's got some really, really beautiful photos of New York. You'd you'd fucking want to – that's yeah, right. beautiful, beautiful photos. And it's a beautiful mix, the track itself, of jazz and ska in, in terms of two two musical ska- styles or yeah. reggae, you know. Yeah, no, mm. that's
0: right. I really loved Sting's We'll Be Together Tonight, together. And his wife was in that video. Oh,
1: uh, yeah, and, right. Uh, okay.
0: And I – Really loved that track. That that's more 80s for me of Sting than anything. But he yeah. won I remember watching him win so many awards, you know, like Englishman in New York, because remember they used to give so many awards away to video clips.
1: Yeah. To yeah. the
0: directors. And he was just going up every five minutes. This was like the start of his because it, it was controversial, but it made people aware of of uh, the subject.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember this winning all those awards at the time and, you know, they'd play like a little excerpt of the song as, yeah, as that's right. uh, he'd be walking up and, yeah, I'm. look, I wasn't, a, I wasn't a fan. I wasn't, yeah, I'm not a fan of Sting, sorry. Sorry, guys. Yeah, no,
0: no, that's all right. I'm, we'll <laughs> fucking, he's, we'll get, we'll bring them out, fucking Phil Collins and Sting, you know, one day.
1: Let, let's no, move on to a bit of rock, Semi.
0: Yeah, mate. This song is a ripper. This is by Foreigner. And uh, it goes like this.
2: Say you will, say you won't. Make up your mind tonight. Say you do, say you don't.
0: Great what track. a
1: banger, would you? What a banger of a track.
0: It's a it's one you forget about that Foreigner's done as well. It's kind of one of those, might have been 90s, where you think it must be 90s because I would do it in our band if it was 80s. What, this song? Yeah.
1: Nah, it's 87.
0: Is it? Okay. Yeah. Radio, say you will. Yeah, just, yeah, because um, yeah. I think it's... A fucking fantastic track, a lot of keyboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the video is very, yeah, videos very tight shots, faces, eyes, pimples, hair, eyeballs.
1: Yes, so like, and a big effect within this is the reflection in the eyeball of like other people or action happening in the reflection. And and yeah. I thought really well achieved within this as well. Obviously Absolutely. they weren't shooting into an eyeball. They had to do sort of, you know, effects or whatever. But I thought mm. they, were, they, they were good. They were quite good for the time.
0: And she had that yeah. fantastic layered haircut with the fringe. Paul Abdul used to have it as well. That was a huge haircut where you had your yeah. fringe and then you layered the sides in and it was beautiful. And, yeah. you know, the car, the fucking whatever the car was and drinks, high society, you know.
2: And
1: yeah, Lou Graham yeah. just
0: sticking out sticking out whenever they find him, you know, in the band.
1: Yes, yeah, that's right. Now um, this sort of encapsulated this clip. A huge theme of the 80s was just like gorgeous, gorgeous women being high class hookers, you know, for rich yeah. old men. Yeah. You know? Sugar daddy. Sort of scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, the these sort of young women getting by. Um
0: Jasper saying uh, hello to you. Say hello to Jasper. In the big Say city. hello, baby. You... He's looking oh, at really you in the camera. Show oh, me. he's gone now. Yeah.
1: Ah, he's gone now. Off to have a shit.
0: No, he's just sitting near the computer. Always does when you're on the computer.
1: Oh, okay. Likes yeah. me. Yeah. Our cocky watches the computer. And oh, really? our cocky our cocky loves Instagram. He rolls Bullshit. through Instagram with his tongue, and he double taps the ones that he likes. Bullshit. I'm not fucking joking. I will show wow. you one day. He likes oh he likes God. really colourful photos. He's very smart.
0: Oh, your very mother-in-law's smart. eat eats whiz and your cocky watches Instagram. That house is too much.
1: I know. I know. I I might have to get out before something bad happens. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Now, and there was there's another big sort of David Fincher icon within this clip, which is showcased like little little uh, close ups and so forth. The Zippo lighter. So the you know watch out in David Fincher films and music video clips. The Zippo lighter. It was something I was going to bring up before. I think it was in Shame, the Motels clip. Mm. Yeah, it was in Shame. That's right. Um. Do we? Do you reckon we can slip in another little um, Martha Davis uh, song?
0: What's uh,
1: that one? Don't Tell Me The Time?
0: Don't Tell Me The Time. We can talk about it but I don't know if I can just slip it in. That's what she oh. said. Oh.
1: Only because I'll (laughs) fucking
0: do something and something will happen. Yeah, we better not. We better not. (laughs) But guys out
1: there, check out Martha Davis, Don't Tell Me The Time. That's another David Fincher. That's another fucking awesome track and a really, really beautiful film clip as well.
0: Yeah, because he didn't just do one clip with these artists. He did three or four. So he was really – he had his favourites. Like Jodie Watley I think he did three or four. Uh, he did obviously the Motels and Martha Davis solo, so there would have been four or five videos. Johnny Had's yeah. jazz only had probably one song, but Paula Abdulli did a couple as well.
2: He did heaps.
0: Uh, yeah, so he's he really likes to stick with the artists he loves, which are, are mainly people that can move, I think.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, if you know, imagine if you had a film clip done by him you would be thrilled by the by the outcome and so yeah god you know stick stick with him if you could see what he's got see what other ideas he's got for you yeah you know? well
0: david fincher is very old school when you go cuz i went to um movie and video i had a tv school a tv uh, studio at my school in year 12 So we did film and videos and movies. And a lot of these shots you're taught in the 80s, it was just starting to really come in the whole reflection in the, you know, shoot that car and then shoot the reflection of the the rear view mirror and get the fucking, you know, that shit. That was all very 80s thinking. So he hasn't really shifted from that and actually trusted in that process. It's almost like it's come from where he's learnt all this
2: stuff.
1: Oh, totally. He got develops, all his yeah. ideas from doing these amazing music video clips. Absolutely. Yeah. Like yeah. he's formed his style within these uh, music video clips. And something that's really interesting as well, you check out the sound soundtracks of the big feature films that he's done, like Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, whom uh, Nine Inch uh, uh, Trent Reznor did the soundtrack of, Yep. All of his films have amazing soundtracks as well. So he's yeah. obviously, you Music know, lover. really, yeah, really musically orientated, like uh, Quentin Tarantino. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: But I love that Foreigner track, and I'd forgotten all about it, to be honest with you.
2: Yeah, cool. Like track. I, I
0: think Urgent, and then I think, oh, Urgent, Jukebox Hero. I think that's yeah. Foreigner. And then this is like, fuck, it's like, you know, when you hear Scherz. Um. Sure, you, you know, everyone does Turn Back Time. We do Turn Back Time. But there's yep. a song she did that was really fucking good, better than Turn Back Time. And yeah. you just forget it and then when you hear it you go, what a fucking song. Yeah. And now I can't remember it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is it the Sheep Sheep song?
0: No, nah, that's shit ass. It's
2: fucking not
1: that shit. shit. Yeah. No, nah, it's... Um,
0: <laughs> Oh, it's almost like an Alana Miles thing. It's really interesting. Yeah. Guitar yeah, right. and big synths. I've loved it forever. Mm. Yeah. Couldn't tell you what it All is right. now though. Oh, okay. So do you want to do a one dick wonder?
1: We've got a great one dick wonder. I love this one dick wonder. And it's sort of proof that your one dick wonder doesn't always have to be a shitty track. This is a fucking awesome track. Play it, baby.
2: Yeah
0: Time, oh. what a
1: sexy song, what a fun fucking song,
0: yeah, absolutely, but no man ever said, stimulate my I'm not a piece of meat, stimulate my brain yes.
1: no well, man I,
0: ever said that
1: I think, look, I'm getting the vibe, I'm getting the vibe, Sammy, I think he could have been a homeowner,
0: yet, yeah, yet, yeah. well, he you was know, the one in Shalimar. With Jody Watley,
1: that's right. They're all they're all a bit funny and shalimar with. They were they? a
0: bit shallow and shalimar, shalimar. Mi- Mickey Free,
1: Jermaine, and uh, Jody Watley. You know, they're all a bit sort of uh, I don't know, a bit. Sexy, I don't know how long you know? he
0: was in it for, but he was definitely. He looked a lot better here in this video because he looks he looks very much like a sweet little girl.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He did, uh, unfortunately, die quite young Mm. of, um, I believe, AIDS, And uh, he he was was only something like in his 30s when he died. Very sad. But, um, you know, beautiful in this clip. Like, great, full of life. Um, He was obviously, I guess, styling himself on... Prince and Michael mm-hmm. Jackson and so forth.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Fun clip, you know. fun. Love clip. it. You didn't – yeah. This is sort of, I, I guess, yeah, concert video. He was obviously uh, – Jermaine Stewart was obviously um, a very vibrant live performer in terms of the dancing and being a showman and so forth and that's exactly what they went for in the film clip. And this has like the amazing little effect of Jermaine – every time he every time it was a new shot he'd be in a new outfit
0: yeah 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 i mean this was obviously they shot this on film and then they put it in a cinema and shot the actors in front of it cuz there's a oh, whole yes, heap of right. little actors in front of it and stuff but again he's just showing the movement so well he's not cutting in yeah he does he changes into a white outfit different hat yeah you're right
1: yeah the eighties don't mate. I like what the hair. Picker. I think he would have been stronger without the hair. You know.
0: Yeah. Well, mm, looks like he's crimped it a bit too much, hasn't he? Yes. Needs a bit of the conditioning
1: oil in it. That's right. Just leave it alone or just shave it off and start again. That's what That's I would say. That's how your said. hair
0: used to look like if you had a really tight perm and then you wanted to go out one night and straighten it and it would sort of be like frizzy at the end of the night because it get wet because if you were going to billboards, it always fucking rained. <laughs> You'd be lining up to get into billboards and the frizz starts happening and you're like, Oh, well, it looks oh. like Jermaine Stewart. I'll just wear it this way. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he kind of helped yeah. a lot of women in that situation. <laughs> there was a couple yeah, of bad exactly. hair days, you know. <laughs> it had very fine features, little lips, little nose, yeah. little dick, little dick.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, she's oh, she's using that. the lipstick like she's fucking telling you that.
1: That's right, yeah. Bloody I bitch of a woman. I think he was just sort of looking for a lovely lady to go shopping with, you know. Yeah, you that's
0: me? right. Absolutely. And, and that's
1: all. We don't have to take our clothes off, but I will paint your nails. I we don't have to take yeah we don't have to take your clothes off, but I will colour your hair if you want me to, and give you a makeover.
0: Absolutely. So what I didn't do on the other thirty shows that we recorded, I I wanted to play a little bit of Shalom. <laughs> just to let people know what they sounded oh, like. Yes. <laughs>
2: To be that I'm just imagining Is there some chance for our romance to become reality Did I hear you say There was a chance for our the A chance for us to play the game Or oh, to
0: play the game yeah. Wow, that was yeah, funky very
1: cool Shalomar Huge See? in America Wonderful See, there is room for improvement always, Sammy. We would have we missed this if those other shows had been recorded.
0: Mate, I know. But people like to hear songs that they've never heard before.
1: I do. Maddie yes. he loves He's, it. Oh, fuck. I love too as well. Yeah. I love hearing stuff from the 80s I've never heard and go, you know, how the fuck did this get past me? Well, I
0: couldn't honestly pick a Shalimar video because, or, a, or a music sh- mu- or a song because I didn't know enough of them. Yeah. And they were all 70s. I had to go for something a bit 80s. And that's very run to the fucking wall and pose, isn't it? Do, do,
1: do. Exactly. (gasps) Yes. With your gloves on. Do that. Yeah. Run to the wall and pose. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Look look around sort of like you're being chased. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. I love it. Uh,
1: Ah. yes. Fucking love it, baby. Well, what do we say to our one dick wonder? Nice, nice one, one. Dick. Dick. That's right.
0: Good guy, though. Now,
1: yeah, good guy. Rest in peace. Good That's on right. you, Jermaine. All right, so we've gotten to the point, Sammy. We're at about 1989, yeah?
0: Yes, yes, very Probably a
1: lot Probably a lot of these that I desperately want to mention, a lot of these that I desperately want to mention, I guess – happened in the following year after this. 1990 was the big year for David Fincher. But I guess this was the kind of inroad. This was the beginning, I guess, of, of, of this huge, big explosion of him being extremely trendy and recognised, iconic. The clip we're going to have a look at now is Express Yourself by Madonna.
0: Carrot, it, it, go, love it.
1: Yeah, what a song, mate! What a fucking song. This what a beautiful a th- sounding track.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely beautiful sounding yeah, track. Who right. tried to rip it off? La- um, Lady Gaga, not long ago.
1: Yeah, Lady Gaga, fucking um, yeah. Born This Way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. A clear, a clear rip off. But I mean, this song, this song was a rip off of Respect Yourself. Respect yourself. Hey, 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 hey! Remember that one? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. yeah. What you yeah. mean? The and
0: name of it?
1: Yeah. No. Well, yeah. Madonna got criticised in the day when she released Ex- uh, "Express Yourself" for it sounding too much like "Respect Yourself," and yeah, she got she got accused of um of ripping off an uh, ripping off another artist too closely. And then, God. you know, amazingly down the track, uh, Gaga's sort of ripping her off. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wow. Now this film had a very big bulge budget. David Fincher obviously sort of met Madonna. She was the sort of she was the queen, the queen of pop at this stage. You know, mm. enormous. This uh, film clip had a budget of five million, which was huge for a video clip at that time. That's about that's um, about eleven million these days. So so a decent amount of money. Um, you know, it's. I found out it's actually the third most expensive clip of all time.
0: Yeah, right.
1: This, this, it, it fucking beautiful. Looks
0: it. it looks beautiful
1: it. looking clip. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he based it on David Fincher based the look and feel of this clip on Metropolis from yep. the the twenties, an old old sort of an old film by Frit, Fritz Lang. So beautiful, and it's all about sort of industrialism and. Um, you know the workers sort of supporting the, the aristocracy at the top and so forth. And beautiful looking old film, and mm. Madonna, Madonna's obviously loved it and loved the idea, and they've both really gone for it. Madonna looks so beautiful in this. Yep, yeah, she? she
0: does. Yeah, this is uh, where she looks like a movie star.
1: Absolutely, she looks really tall in this. You know,
0: she always did look tall, Madonna.
1: Yeah, she just
0: she just danced. I don't know. She always looked very tall, and then and then she danced, she's like this. Midget, she dances you know? big,
1: and she walks big. Like you know, yeah. she's her, her character is so so enormous that she sort of yeah. tra- transcends herself. You know, yeah. But she looks up, uh, especially when she's dancing with the suit on, with the bra on under. You can see the bra underneath, and she's got the monocle. Um, ...at the top of the stairs in this clip. Yep. Um, she, she looks really tall. She looks like a sort of a blonde Grace Jones or something. You know, like a, a, a white blonde uh, Grace Jones. She, she's got that real sort of uh, Bridget Bridget Nielsen look in this Madonna in some parts. Really sort of severe, very blonde, red lipstick. A bit lipstick.
0: masculine. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah, Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, do you remember when the three of them, her, Donna and Nikki, got an award for MTV and they all went up and got the award and they had the little bustiers on with the straps and the yes, suit Yes, yeah, pants. I do. So my yeah. mum used to work at a lingerie joint in St Kilda.
2: Awesome. A very
0: rich lingerie joint. Like um, Lizzie from The Original Prisoner used to come in and get a lingerie. It was the part of St Kilda. I think Sexy. it was called Vanity Australia. I think Was it
1: on so Ackland Street?
0: It was on, I thought it was on the main road, St Kilda Road. Oh, okay. Sort of in a big building and it was a, uh, mum used to work there for a while. Anyway, they got in a whole heap, oh no, they got one of these Express Yourself bustiers in. Right, wow. And my mum brought it home Well I fucking couldn't believe my luck I was like <laughs> mum this is the Madonna busty I've never worn it in Rewind 80s Because my tits are way too big for it now
1: Do you have it?
0: Yeah, God, yeah.
1: You better Fuck fucking yeah. wear that
0: Yeah, look it's, it's, it's the identical one The only thing is I would wear it And as I got old Because I got it when I was 18, 19 It would have been yeah. about the time this was out and then my tits just got too big for it. So they were just jumping out of the fucking top. So I got sick of wearing it. But I definitely have that top. Yeah.
2: Wow, Unbelievable. That's it's probably awesome. worth a
0: fortune. <laughs> but that's like bringing home a Madonna fan, a fucking piece of her hair, mate. Like, you know. Yeah,
1: exactly. Unbelievable. I'm just laughing. I'm just laughing at the time I remember not long ago when
0: I jumped out of my
1: top. No, yeah, your tit was out of your top for like yeah. half a song. Yeah. And and this person in the front row was like trying to tell you for ages. <laughs> ages? Yeah. And then you were finally like, you were finally like found a break. Like, what? And you're like, yeah. oh, your tit's th- Oh, thank you, darling. Oh, yeah. thank Just you. Just fucking chuck <laughs> it back in. <laughs> yeah. But for like half a song, it's, yeah, you know, yeah, out yeah, there. yeah. No wonder it's funny. You know, no wonder we get big crowds, I tell you.
0: No, look, I, you know what? I think it's just um, the fact that it's happened to me so much it's like a non-event now, <laughs> you know. As soon as I went on the pill at about 15 my jugs just grew. Bang. Hey, look at you that. You know, that was it. And then it was like, you know, Dee did the same thing at the Prince of Wales when she was there and she's like, Sammy, your tits are – and my ex-boyfriend was in the audience and Maddie and I were really together and he turns up for some reason, fucked if I know why, because oh. he was still fucking in love with me. Ah, Anyway, he turns up and <laughs> my tit falls out and he thought it was great and Dee's like, baby, your tit's out. And I'm like, oh, shit, sorry. Oh, great. Just jumped around too much.
1: <laughs> Perfect.
0: <laughs> she's, never, she's never forgotten it.
1: Can you remember the time? I think it was at the Burwood, and I was singing something really emotional, like like um, "China Girl," "China Girl" by David Bowie, and you yeah, looked around, I and you're grabbing both of like the heels on your high heels, and like <laughs> sitting on sitting on your ass, and like pulling your legs back, like showing the crowd your knickers. Yeah, like yeah. leading leaning back against the drum riser, like, yeah. here it is, guys. It's, it's the most perfect
0: drum riser to sit your bum against where <laughs> your back will be and then you can just get your leg and fucking put one up and the other one up. And people were like I just fucking looked around Jesus. like,
1: What the fuck are you doing? Actually, I don't
0: think it was China Girl, I wouldn't have done that in China Girl. It
1: was China Girl. Was it? Oh, that's yeah. disgusting. You disrespectful bitch. Oh, COVID Uh, didn't even happen. It's so fucking funny, mate.
0: (laughs) Oh no, I thought China Girl was where we picked out someone in the audience.
1: No, that's when that's when. (laughs) Look, every time we sing China Girl, (laughs) yeah. Every time we sing China Girl, the punters will pick out. The one or two Asian ladies in the right. crowd, and yep. drag them up the front, and yep. you know they'll be like Vietnamese or Thai That's or right. something like that, and it's like oh, bit bit awkward, but but yeah, they want to
0: be there, they want to like hold your hand and dance with you. It's like you. Well, put that them one in the that one night did. That, that, one, one, did, <laughs> that yeah. one
1: that night just yeah. thought like yeah. 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 I was an T-Mor angel fucking, or something. Timor like.
0: laughs. He Timor oh. loses his shit.
1: Timor probably can't fucking her.
0: believe it. Probably. <laughs> Absolutely. Fuck, we're an (laughs) asshole. Jesus (laughs) Christ. Bloody. All right.
1: Express yourself. So, iconic clip with Madonna crawling along the ground. She crawls along to the um to the bowl of milk, remember, and then like That's pours right. it down her back, and she just looks fucking phenomenal in this clip, like so so Had beautiful. Had she just splitting
0: up with Sean at this stage as well?
1: Mm, it was a while before this. Okay, a little while before this. Yeah, she was she was free and just like conquering the world, like yeah, yeah. She I look at clips of her from around this time. She was very full of herself, you know, but in a, in a in such a compelling, endearing way, she would I think she w- would have been around 30. Um, yeah. and she was just on fire as an artist, as a person, completely relevant to the world, not just yeah. her fan base, but the entire world. Yeah. she was just absolutely on fire. So it's this is sort of David Fincher showcasing her, at the zenith of her powers, like she was just phenomenal.
0: Mm, absolutely. And there's nothing like a scorned woman to make a great That's video right. clip. Because exactly right. Because, you know, people think, oh, everyone's famous, they find it really easy to find a partner. It's not like that at all. It's not even like that if you're in a fucking cover band. You've got no. to fucking sort out the crazies from the fucking people that you actually want to hang out with.
1: Absolutely. And special
0: with social social media where, you know, anyone can get hold of you at any time. Yeah. Uh, she, I think, well, she had Lourdes, so she had her. Oh, no, she hadn't, had she? She might have.
1: Not yet. She had Lourdes no, 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 Ray no. of
0: Light, didn't she?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah, that later? was much later. Yeah, much later.
0: Can't remember, yeah. but I remember giving birth, and I thought, "Oh, thank God!" Lotus was fucking. like
1: ninety six or ninety seven or something like that.
0: Yeah, right. This was eighty nine. She's 89. beautiful. She can yeah, fucking yeah. dance, Lotus. Have you seen that yeah, dance video? Doing.
1: She probably doesn't have to do anything. She but doesn't I, have to do I anything. She, I wonder if she's going to be an actress or something.
0: Well, the thing is, it's not easy for these people to become that because they get fucking typecast, and you know how many famous yeah. people have. Fantastic, talented daughters or sons that actually get anywhere.
1: Well, I don't know. Zoe Kravitz is an amazing actress. Um, she's but the new Catwoman. You got like yeah, look, um
0: actors, but not musicians. I mean, you know what I mean?
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. in Australia. Yeah. Look, I think with musos, um, it's almost like you have to go through that hardship to be any good. You know what I mean? You have to. You have to go through that. Um, stage you where you're Barnes's really struggling. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, and yeah. And they've true. done
0: fucking. They can't get a break. You know, yeah. stuff like that. I've always watched that because I think, well, I'm you're talking about people that are incredible singers or or musicians, and they just don't like Farnsies' kids. All that, all the yeah. big. You know, it gets very hard for them.
1: But it's it's more than just singing and musical talent. There's there's something about the the energy that you send out. You you're also sending you you're also sending out your willpower. You know your will. You you know you you sort of you're never going to be beaten. That kind of thing. You you know what I mean? And I just think there's well, you something can about have too some, much of that, though. But I think there's something about somebody that has come from nothing. And work to their way up. They, they have something that you just can't quantify that's got n- not necessarily anything to do with singing your musical talent, you know what I mean? So the kids of the uh, these artists that already have the name and they've, you know, possibly got opportunities knocking at their door, they just don't have that same sense of drive, you know? I don't know.
0: No, I don't think they're given a good enough go. I actually think there is a whole shafting of It's not really about being
1: given a go. It's it's like the public either likes them or they don't, you know. It's as simple as that.
0: Yeah, you know, I don't know. I think there's a dynamic there that's quite extreme where they won't give them a go. I think that's the reality of it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. If they were, uh, I don't know. I, I do agree with you, like in the specific case of like say, say Barnsley's kids and and so forth. But, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Look, the, the the musical landscape's pretty fucked at the moment. in terms of Australian music, like, it's, it's tough for fucking everyone, you know. It's tough you for know, like everyone.
0: Annie Lennox has an Im- amazing little girl that sings, sounds exactly like her, and no one gives a fuck, you know. It's just yeah. a really tough thing, I think, for kids. And not only that, they have seen fame a lot around them and stuff. And I guess maybe... They get sick of not being given anything, you know. Like it's not like you've given anything but, you know, it's not like I fucking haven't worked for fucking 40 years on this shit and got what I fucking need, you know what I mean? Yeah, Um, yeah. So it's not anyone's fault but I just Mm. think there's a lot of little kids that sort of should have been really, really – like they have to do the reality TV shit and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. But look, also – I guess I don't know this firsthand. If you've been very, very close to somebody that has reached a a considerable amount of fame, you don't, you're put off by it personally yourself. You're like, nah, fuck that. Like you see, you see how that person just gives away their anonymity, which may seem like a small sacrifice to make for fame, but it's, it's, it's not if you're sort of getting interrupted every time you're in a shop or in a restaurant or at the airport or at the footy or or whatever. You know, it's it's really not worth it. You want to be a working artist, definitely, but if you if you're and if you can't walk down the street and stuff, it really puts you off um, striving for that yourself, definitely. Fucking put me off.
0: Yeah, oh look I think I don't know. I think that's part of the business, you know. It depends yeah. on how you take that, but Yeah. I think yeah. Barnsey for instance has had a fucking great life. You know, I wouldn't be looking at Barnsey's life going, well I don't want to be that. Like it depends on how you take it. Yeah, against. I guess
1: I guess the you know, the 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 highs are fantastic. This is the whole point. The the highs are fantastic. The 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 sort of the highs that the, these people experience uh, are amazing, but the lows are, are really fucking horrible. You know, the, having your business sort of plastered through newspapers and magazines and being spoken about on television by complete strangers and having that sort of, um, you know, disgust about d- – disgust, having your sort of personal life like discussed by complete strangers, that's fucked. It's really, really fucked. It, like, it makes you paranoid and, and, and crazy, you know. It's it's nuts. You just think yeah. of like what the… Some people can be-
0: take it and some people can't.
1: Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. I mean, yeah. some
0: people fucking live for it, man. It's the, op- yeah, it's the I, opposite I, I mean, spectrum. I look at,
1: you know, I look at Madonna's kids or Michael Jackson's kids. Why the fuck would they want to see themselves having the same amount of fame as their parents when they can enjoy all the trappings of, of having, you know, living in that kind of lifestyle alongside their parent, why the fuck would you want to like deal with like online criticism and fucking just your regular Joes thinking they've got fucking say over your life and, you know, people critiquing your work and they wouldn't have a fucking clue and why would you put yourself through that? You know why would you fucking put yourself through that if you if you if you didn't have to you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um. Well, I guess they want to do music. You know, like uh, Paris has actually got a thing out at the moment. Her and her boyfriend have got this band. Yeah. And they go and they, have you seen that? No. Oh well, she she's so beautiful, Paris Jackson. Like she's Stunning. incredible. But not only that. What she's been through as a human being on top of that is another element in itself where she's had to deal with how fucked up the media is, yet she Uh still wants to do it.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: so I guess it just depends, but it's a really interesting subject and I don't know how we got onto it, but.
1: Mm, mm, Very interesting. All right, well, let's wrap this up, baby. We were talking about Express Yourself and we're leading straight into the year of 1990. Obviously, Madonna loved working with David Fincher. She got him on board again. 1990 was a big year for David Fincher. He did Cradle of Love with Billy Idol. He did Freedom 90 with George Michael, an incredible, you know, showcase with all the models, of course. And, and, you know, you can see hints of that in things like Real Love, Jodie Watley and so forth. And then the big one for 1990 and the thing that really launched – David Fincher as as the next big thing was Vogue by Madonna in nineteen ninety. Um, beautiful film clip, really beautiful. I hope you're listening to it now, guys. Um, beautiful use of black and white. You know the the amazing sort of study of all all those poses as the as Madonna and the dancers are voguing. Like really incredible. Once again, all the uh, focus is on the the dancing. Beautiful and. For Madonna, I think not perhaps her best clip, but for me definitely her most iconic. Yeah. What do you reckon?
0: Nah. Nah. I'm very early Madonna. I'm borderline Madonna.
1: Would you call early Madonna iconic though?
0: Fuck yeah. Absolutely. More iconic than the 90s show. Absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. Lucky star. But that's because I lived it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like if yeah. you're, I don't know, 13 and you're going out and going to blue lights and stuff, yeah. by the time you're 19, twenty, Vogue seems like it's just a mixture of water with everything else. I appreciate the video definitely. Yeah. Uh, but the most iconic thing David Fincher was was the burning of the jacket in George Michael's ja- uh, video clip
1: oh, to definitely. say that he'd
0: left Wham!
1: So that was where
0: the jacket went up. That was probably the best thing I thought of about his videos because he actually stuck it up the media, burnt the jacket, or something. Wasn't
1: the jacket that he wore in Faith? It was the jacket that he wore in Faith. Yeah, because it was the burning. It was the burning of himself, uh, uh, the image of himself as like a straight straight male. Yeah, Yeah, straight male pop star. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, as a straight male sol- solo pop star, yeah, yeah,
0: because the media were getting up at him,
2: and because he to wasn't know in the clip at
1: all for a start, just behind um, the camera, yeah, 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 and he was, um, he, it was all about kind of becoming himself, you know, yeah, beautiful, beautiful clip. To imagine that year as a filmmaker um, with something like Cradle of Love. Uh, Freedom 90 and Vogue coming out, like just phenomenal.
0: Well, Cradle of Love was done without Billy in the video as well because he'd had his motorcycle accident.
1: That's right, of course.
0: So they couldn't put him in the video so they just put him on the TV set, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. Once again a a screen coming to life. It was, yeah. Had Marilyn Monroe in it, remember?
0: I can't remember that.
1: He was dancing with Marilyn in a portrait and th- this was part of it he was he was moving through the paintings on the wall he yeah. moved from one painting to the next kind of thing yeah. and Marilyn yeah. Marilyn was in one of them and she's dancing with him oh, I wow. loved that film clip yeah. yeah the hot chick walking through her apartment and David sort of uh David Billy is um Billy. walking around yeah walking around the paintings and shit sort of following her and singing singing
0: Yeah no, it's yeah. awesome. But, no, I did enjoy Vogue but it was such a big song, wasn't it, you know? It
1: was enormous. Look, look, this was – it was so, so iconic and it was just her really claiming her mantle as like there is and, – and at this time I've got to say that she was cooler than Michael Jackson around oh, this time,
2: 1990. maybe, yeah, 1990, absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Michael yeah. was doing oh fucking wasn't he doing Liberian Girl and shit like Michael that? Michael had started
1: later? doing Dangerous. He would release Dangerous, uh, I think, in ninety one. Yeah. Um yeah. I really yeah.
0: tried with that album and I did enjoy it, but then I was like, nah. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't sort of hugely into it. Big you know, you look at that that was his next um album after bad. Um yeah, a bit. Look, I I love I love Michael Jackson sort of off the wall, and Billie Jean. Like I love his stuff with uh, Quincy, yeah. Um, and I love the sort of more R and B grooves. Michael Jackson. It sort of earthed him a little bit. I I a lot of the stuff where he was sort of completely electronic and and so forth. I, I wasn't that into it, but yeah. But um, look, I I loved I loved Vogue. You can play Vogue. Still, and people will just flood the dance floor. An incredible, you know, everybody thinks they can vogue as well. You know, it was yeah. an amazing showcase of of that um, of uh, dan- those dance styles and everything, and and that whole subculture of like New York uh, gay gay club culture. You know, a- amazing. Yeah.
0: And she was accused of stealing Malcolm McLaren's style, and at the time, I remember that was a big fucking thing. Cause she's he always the, he was the one.
1: She's never been an inventor particularly. She's more taken things around her and made them better. She yeah. she's got a way of noticing the things that are cool and making them even better and sort of owning them and and uh releasing them in a way that makes them feel like they're hers, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah,
0: she steals things really well. Yeah. To a
1: degree. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. A huge – But we love it. Very postmodern in that way. Good on her. Yeah, yeah
0: well, that was a good episode. I love doing the guy, David Fincher.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we
0: can also look at Herbie Ritz later on down the track, Russell Mulcahy.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, for sure.
0: Write in if yeah. you've got any other suggestions.
1: Yeah. And check out the films of David Fincher. He's He sort of had his first big debut film – ...in a uh, feature film in 92 with uh, Alien 3. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they obviously sort of entrusted him... ...obviously it had worked his way up so far in music videos... ...that they entrusted him with like a massive film franchise... ...like, like the Alien franchise which following from James Cameron... That, ...that would have been a huge gig for him. So yeah. I remember
0: guys. watching Alien eating fish and chips with my uncle... Yeah. And I was only a baby and it used to mm-hmm. scare the fucking shit out of me. And I remember the v- the egg on the photo and, you know.
1: Absolutely. So it would have absolutely. been a big
0: gig. Was Sigourney still in the third one?
1: Yes, absolutely. Wow. I yeah. well, watch it. It'd
0: be fun to watch them.
1: Yeah, go and have a look. It's very dark, very different, um, very dystopian, you know. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Yeah.
0: And do you think that the thing was – the answer to the alien in the eighties. Remember the thing when that came out.
1: Oh yeah, well that was a remake. That was John Carpenter. Um, that in the that 80s? was like a remake. Yeah, that was a remake ah. of an old film, um, right. and that's very iconic as well because of the yeah. monster effects in that, all the all the fucking puppetry, like fucking whacked out puppetry yeah. in that. That was yeah. full on, man. Yeah, yeah have a gave look at me that, nightmares. viewers. Some, yeah, yeah oh, fuck
0: yeah, it, always did.
1: Yeah, yeah. Always really gave me scary. nightmares. Yeah. Well, good on you guys. Thanks for listening to our David Fincher special. I hope you've enjoyed it. It's a good mm. way of like looking at um, video clip directors and so forth, filmmakers, is a good way of actually exploring more obscure Music. Obviously, we sort of led, you know, up until Madonna, but stuff like kind of Martha Davis and Jermaine, Jermaine Stewart and so forth, I hadn't heard for years. So bloody awesome! Yeah, I hope you've enjoyed and that.
0: Absolutely, and people are really enjoying the show. We've had messages going, oh, we've really loved the last couple of shows, and you know, the fact that there's a bit more music in the middle and da 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 yeah. da, and surprise tracks, which is awesome. This is very always nice.
1: Always nice to get those uh, personal messages, guys. So write to us anytime. We'll always be here. Good on you.
0: And don't forget to subscribe, everyone. Subscribe That's right. to the show.
1: If you love the show, please like, share, rate and review. Give us five stars. Write a little review on iTunes. It's the best way to go. Tell us what you think. And become a subscriber, definitely, uh, on Patreon, patreon.com. You can become a subscriber for as little as a dollar a month. And for ten dollars a month, you get extra episodes. Yeah, don't we love our Patreon episodes where we just
0: we love it.
1: Let our hair down and fucking tell you what we really
0: think. That's right, we can. We'll have a good couple of weeks left at school.
1: Yeah, I'll try to. Very very busy at the moment.
0: What date oh, do you think? I can't
1: remember. Next Friday or something, but I oh, could be good. dead before then. Fingers oh, crossed. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't ah.
1: Tell you what, Fuckin this hell. fucking year, I tell you, I'm going to have a, the best rest over Christmas and a really good. New Year's. I got some great news today. Nothing that I can share, but you know, yeah. a hu- it's always nice to get sort yes, of big good news. Yes, you did uh, get news. some great news. Fucking hell! Yeah. So looking up, you Incredible. know, the future's is looking great. Yeah. yeah, all the tests came back negative. So uh-huh. yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I went to the dentist today. That was my big thing, and I haven't been for thirty years, oh,
1: and I great. had
0: one hole only.
1: And he said, oh, "I bet you had one hole only. Yeah, that's meant... right. Is that how you paid for them? it? Yeah, you're not meant to pay with the hairy checkbook, right? You know what? Right? I did
0: walk out without paying, so I'm a little bit sus uh, on
1: that. That'd be no, right. I've
0: got, I've got health benefits, so I'm just using them up before the end of December.
1: Oh, good on you!
0: And uh, it's fucking cheap as when you got benefits.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Love yeah. it. Good on you guys. Oh, right, honey, thanks, guys, nice to for talk to you, baby. Yeah, absolutely, baby. Have a
0: great week. So we will see you very soon. Anyway,
1: absolutely. Now you know what we say in the eighties montage: if it's music, mateys,
0: cool shit from the eighties.
1: We're gonna talk about it.
0: Unreal. (laughs) Unreal.